¿Qué ondas, primos y primas? And welcome to My Primos Podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight is my primo and yours, the human version of quantum entanglement, this Cadillac of men, Walter. Cadillac. Mm. Mm. Shit. I was about to say, say Datsun. <laughs> <laughs> the Toyota Camry of men, very reliable. <clears throat> Goes the long haul. Yeah, that's been discontinued, by the way. So there you go. There's no one else like you. You broke the mold. Yeah, broke the mold. (laughs) Well, guys, thanks for coming back with us, and uh, I want to just thank our listeners that have stood by us, following us on social media. Uh, Definitely got a lot of love from the last interview we did with uh, Daniel and Hector. You know, discussing the the migrant caravan. I hope you guys had discussions uh, around your family, friends, and remember. Take every opportunity to make it a teachable moment, especially when it means kind of defending and standing up for yourself and people that can't speak for themselves. Definitely something you want to always remember. So, guys, let's welcome back. Uh, we're going to just get back into our swing of things. It's been a while, but let me just put things out there for you. Remember, we are on all social media at My Primos Podcast on Twitter, Central American Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, you can email us at my primos podcast at gmail.com your thoughts ideas just everything in general definitely we check the emails Walter's out there you know doing the social media aspect of it and i'm trying to kind of get more people on the show we just kind of really like the idea of growing the community so hopefully you guys can join us well been a while walter what's up man we haven't caught up we really haven't had like a me and you like catch up type of situation no, you know like siempre teníamos you know visita la otra, la otra vez which was really dope yeah después de eso antes de eso teníamos our big hiatus our big break and then we had record Dia de los Muertos you know our uh el muerto interview our sabbatical definitely but tell me man tell me what's up que has hecho que ondas what's new um well right now I'm eating Okay, a lot, a lot. Some, some com, nah, some comfort food, some KFC. <laughs> dude, I haven't had KFC and in forever, dude. I haven't. Me neither. Like that's why I went to go pick it up. I was on driving home late. I just got home actually a little bit ago, and I was like, "Tengo hambre." Like I didn't even go have lunch. I just had some snacks, and then I was like, "Fuck!" Man. I was like, "Usually I, my to go is tacos, you know." But I was like, "I don't feel like tacos." I was like, "Fuck it." And then, oh, KFC, let me try that. I haven't tried that in a while. So having KFC with um, a beer and some expired ketchup. Banana sauce. Banana sauce. I think I gave a, I think I gave Jimmy some last time. It's like a, it's like ketchup, but it's made out of banana. Ketchup alternative? No, well, it's an interesting story, actually. Um... Because one time I went to go buy stuff at, at a Filipino market uh, buy, to buy food, and they and I saw this banana sauce, and it, it looks like straight-up ketchup. It says it's UFC. UFC, so Ultimate brand. Fighting Champions. Yeah, Ultimate Fighting Champions. Like, <laughs> Tamis Angang banana sauce. This is not a plug. I'm just like... This is what I'm eating right no, now. No, you know what? Yeah, man. If you're listening and if you are happen to be the owner of this yeah. banana sauce, we'll, hey, we'll take sponsorships. Yeah. No, but no, it's interesting because I saw it 
you know, I bought it and I asked the guy like, "Hey, what's up with this?" and and then I looked up online after I bought it like a while back. So ahorita me la quiero acabar antes de que se antes de que se caduque esta madre. Um, but they were saying that I guess during the war or something, you know, don't quote me on that, but there was a shortage in tomatoes, so they couldn't make or I don't know if there was a shortage in tomato tomato or they couldn't get um, ketchup to the island, so they ended up making ketchup out of banana. Oh, and wow. it's like check it out, it's red like like ketchup, and it's sweet and it's just like ketchup. It's like, like the texture is a little bit different, like thicker, I guess. But it's just fucking straight up ketchup. Cool. But anyways, besides that, <clears throat> just been <laughs> besides that banana ketchup. Uh, We're banana catching been, up. You're banana catching up. Yep. Um, no, just been working a lot, and I was in LA for Thanksgiving. Came back and. This is still a new. This is still a fresh. You know, I'm still fresh at this company. So, um, but I did hit the ground running. So that's it's it's um what the company I used to work before. So or engineers I used to work before. So it was it was awesome. It's been awesome so far. Man, and you then, know you 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 know you hardly ever mention being an engineer, but you know I'll I'll bring it out to light. Uh, yeah. It's funny because it, it's it's not. Every day, so let me kind of how to phrase this, this topic or this question. I had a friend that I work with because we work inside of a warehouse, but on computers. You know, we make jokes like, "Oh, I work at a," because they they remodified this warehouse and made it to like a, a a a baby Google campus, right? For this company I'm work, I work in a finance company, yeah. and we're computers and all that. Titone, trust me, they're huge, but they they refurbish an old warehouse, right? And so a friend of mine, he was in the, he went to school and he graduated as an electrical engineer. And he's like, you say, hey, man, like, uh, I was joking around. He's like, man, this job gets frustrating. Like, hey, man, you find what you love. You never work another day in your life. And he's like, yeah, I went to school for electrical engineering and now I work in a warehouse. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's true. And then I say, well, my cousin's an engineer. And he goes, well, lucky he is he working in engineering or is he working like I like pet boys? And I'm like, well, he started at an auto zone, to be fair. I started <laughs> off at an auto zone. So. Hey, no shame, man. You gotta pay your dues. You gotta work your way up. And unfortunately, you know, we're you gotta know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody at least to you know. But I mean, the economy is doing better, so. I mean, it's just kind of crazy where I'm thinking that not everyone that graduates and goes to school for what they want to be end up doing what they went to school for. Like that happens a lot, you know, especially know. with displacement, right? People from other countries, you know, we have a lot of doctors from other countries that come here, they can't practice medicine. And you hear stuff like, oh yeah, I'm a pharmacist in, in my country, but here I mop the floor. Yeah, but they have an excuse to a certain extent or certain, and even I, I've, I've come across engineers that, you know, were, enge were engineers in Eritrea. It's by Ethiopia, by the way, across Yemen, uh, that ocean right there, where but um, but yeah, and then they came here. They no no pueden ejercer su profesión, but they went through everything, took the test, got it, you know, approved, and boom, they're an ingeniero. So, you know the the upper, you know the uh, as well. Um, pero también, I mean, opportunities have to come about to like. Yeah, it's but, not always the knowledge. It's always, I mean, there is something to say about you got to know somebody, right, and everything, and that's just. Reality sucks, but it's, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. Like, for example, and I'm not going to bullshit you. I graduated 
and I wasn't, you know, I'm far from a straight A student. Fuck, you know, the puro panzazo. Um, but you know, I'm here and everything. And uh, point being is that, you know, other people that graduated, and I'm not gonna hold it against them. You know, if you know somebody, get yourself a job. You know. Yeah. But some other people that graduate, I graduated with like same year before or after. Like these cats are like, you know, both men and women. They're like out there. They were like as soon as they graduated, they were out there managing projects for like bridge overpasses and you know, like very dope construction. And I'm here like at Pep <laughs> at AutoZone. It's like, get it right. You know, and it 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 doesn't. I mean that people don't have the talent, but you have to. De las tienes que rebuscar un chingo. Like you have to be. And if you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, you know, boom, you yeah. might get. Out, well, so, it's yeah. it's about knowing people, but I think that. But you can't it, give up either. You so. can't give up. You got to go after right. And like, I like the idea. For example, like in in art and creating, you can create your work. Like you know, Javier told us before. Hey, just do it, and if your shit is good, it's gonna speak for itself. But. You still gotta reach out and know somebody to read your stuff. You know, you need that someone to pull your hands. And and we talked about it before. You know, we in this community like Hispano America, Latino America. You know, it's it's about helping each other. And so it's definitely uh, something to consider. But it's just something that just came to mind when you were saying about your engineering. Uh, but no, it's just something that came to mind because I was just taking the joke. It's like, yeah, but it, it it's still a struggle. Like, I mean, you know. Even if you are doing engineering, you're still probably, you know, depends on where you're at and stage in your career. You might be at the bottom of the totem pole and then you have to work your way up and get experience and all that other bullshit. So, well, you're never satisfied. I mean, you're never, I don't know how it is it until you really found what you want to do, your dream, you know, you always can want more, right? And it's not necessarily like a financial thing, no siempre del dinero, right? Because you want more money, more money, more money, more money. If that's your goal, you're never going to really... Nah, I want um, independence, man. That's what, like, self... You know? Hasta el taquero, si hace suficiente para la renta, o las pupusas, si saca suficiente para la renta, she can take, you know, take a week off, and who's going to tell her anything? Nothing, you know? Like, even if you're in a career, and you're making decent money, and the more money you make, the more responsibilities, and the work follows you... 24-7, man, like, <clears throat> I I was, you know, because I'm on the geotech branch of, you know, civil engineering, and I put in some, you know, utility locates, and I, I was missing some information, and they called me around, like, 8 o'clock at night, like, hey, what did you mean by this? <laughs> it's like, what, who the hell is this? It's like, oh, okay, let me, you know. It comes so, with the, it's like, almost like you you asked for this you know it's like this is part of the the game like it's not just you you clock out at five and you're done like me like i'm in that position like, oh, no, if, me, follows you, yeah, follows me, I'm, I'm, i would i would think that yeah me my job is nine to five eight to five you know thankfully and it works for my my family my son my wife and i get to kind of experience them but i know if i was fighting or like working for myself like let's say I end up, you know, my dream is to create something and it, you know, blows up and I can do that 24-7. When does it stop, right? When do you turn your brain off? You know, when do you go like, hey, I'm going to stop working? You really don't. And I don't know. I hope to one day get there where it's not necessarily just about cash, but to be able to, como dices, just kind of float and be able to to still do what I want and not struggle and, and have that independence. Damn, man. We, we started out with like a downer kind of conversation, man. Not a downer, no, but, but real. Like, no, but just, just to kind of, you know, 
I mean, as like today was super fucking busy, man, and 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 then I mean, I don't know if I, I mean I've told you about that little side side project I've got going on. Yeah. Um. So working at that, working with crystal meth, or mm-hmm. working, yeah, crystal meth. You know that side hustle I got going on. Um. You know, doing that at the same time that I'm at work, and then working, and it's super busy at work, and then so. You know, like shutting off and turning and stepping away from that is, for example, this. You know, I get to, even though we're yeah. talking about it, but. Hasta cierto punto desahogando. Hasta cierto punto desahogando, ¿verdad? Entonces, um, that, this is part of it, you know, just like I was at work and super busy and was like, what the fuck is the episode going to be about? <laughs> no, well, it's just conversation, yeah. but uh, like I, today, what kind of sprung on me. Well, it was kind of the big things that are happening. For me, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? And the one thing I wanted to bring to you, and just for you guys listening, this is going to be just kind of from the hip. It really is. But I hear a lot of podcasts. I hear a lot of creators. And I either, I, I become a hater. I'll be honest with you. I become a hater. I start hating. Like, motherfucker. Like, this dude just has a million views for farting into a can and smelling it. You know, or like, <laughs> or like... Or talking about <laughs> him going to the grocery store and arguing with the manager over the fruit right not ripening. Like these people have built a following. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? Like exactly. we're talking about essentially the same thing. So yeah, but it's all about the storytelling too. It right? is storytelling, but the pageant. The, there's no pageantry in knowing how someone shaves their body hair. We know, like there is no pageantry in that. There's nothing there, and I I start hating. I'm like. Fuck, man. But this is one podcast that I listen to, and these, these are, it's a, like a video game podcast called Kind of Funny. And these guys broke off on their own. They took a following that they built working for a big website called IGN, which handles video games. If you know anything about video games and pop culture, IGN's a really big-ass website. Uh, and so they mm-hmm. took the following they built there and went off and did YouTube, podcasts, Patreon, all this stuff. And, dude, they're making money, taking care of business. But you hear the guys saying, hey, this shit ain't easy, you know, and you kind of respect when they're being real. And today they had a, an episode where a, a question came up, and I want to present this to you. And I'm going to start here but go somewhere else, right? Uh, a mm-hmm. question was asked. He goes, hey, guys, I like you guys. You guys are awesome. But, you know, as a, uh, when is it gonna, what's it going to take to get a black person on your, on your show or on your content? You know, oh. and the guy came back as a white dude. And don't get me wrong. They have like Latinos working there and stuff like that. Right. But he's like, hey, listen, here's the reality. Let's be real about it. The gaming industry is predominantly white. OK, he goes six years ago, we were having a conversation where where are the women at? Right. Because that was the conversation mm-hmm. that that industry was really kind of a boys club type of situation. And now he was like, yeah, well, the reality is that the majority of it is white. Don't get me wrong. There's still people there. But he kind of brought to attention um, that there are people kind of like me and you in that mentality, but in that niche that are trying to do, uh, you know, representation and gaming from black geeks, if you would, to kind of the way they quote themselves. Cause there's even like a website and a podcast called geeks of color and they're Latinos mm-hmm. and African-Americans and other ethnicities kind of, uh, working on video games and their opinions and their write-ups and all this. Right. And I started thinking to myself, we're being and the guy said hey the reason why is because one you're not here if you came to me and showed me hey i can do this and i want to be on your show and all that cool come through they live in san francisco in the middle of all the you know those tech companies and he's like they're really in that industry is white and so yeah but at the same time i mean you you want i mean 
Oh, you also have to look about who's consuming your product, who's consuming yeah. the product that, no, exa- here, for example, the that thing. they're reviewing. Let's let's, right? let's talk about so that, like, right? Like we put it this way: we do this remotely. Yeah. Quality is probably not as good as as as, as you know, frente a frente, verdad? Yeah. Um, pero you know how hard is it to like? Yeah, and like last episode, we tried to reach out and get other voices. You know, it fell through, but. Like those people we contacted, and those people were down to do it, you know. And scheduling is the hardest part, you know, to when you try and set something up like that. But you know, reach out, and and, and especially if you have like a big following and, and listenership, like how hard is it to go hit up, like, hey, you know what, black geeks or Latino geeks or whatever the fuck, it's like, hey, you want want to be want to do like a you know segment in our show, like. Because, you know, you also, that's when you care. But when you don't give a fuck and whatever you're doing is making you money, then that's what you're going to do. And I don't, you know, it's like, when are you going to have a black voice or Latino voice? Don't do it if it's not genuine at the same time, no, yeah. you know? Yeah, but here's a, he All brought right. up that he had a friend. He's like a, um, Xavier Woods. He's a professional wrestler. And he was on their show. And he's always on there. And he said that the, the, the black community when he was growing up would say that, oh, black people don't do that. Like black people don't aren't supposed to dig video games that way. That's a or even or like even like like the problem the where my brain kind of started sparking and this is gonna lead to something else, not just video games, but just follow me. Is the things that were considered out of our reach or were like almost like a privileged thing, like a privileged item because we couldn't get our hands on it was very sought after, right? Because we're like, oh shit, I wanted a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo when I was a kid and all this stuff because it was almost very unobtainable, okay? Almost like, oh shit, I want that, like a kid, right? And as you get older and you get older and you get older, these kids that grew up like we did, we had a little bit of cash, fine, I'm going to buy that because I want it. No, but part of that is this too, check it out, like, because I know a bunch of construction guys that can afford to go like to the fanciest restaurant in Austin. Doesn't importa. But the thing is, they don't feel welcome. One, they don't know. And even if you, they do know, it's like, ¿Qué putas voy a hacer allí? Yeah, but maybe you know, that's like, the thing. It's Why not a welcoming it? environment. You show, even if you do have, you know, money falling out of your pockets, that's also, it's not, it's not only a monetary, uh, you know, monetary reason, but even if you can afford it, it's just a cultural thing where one, you don't know about it. And if you do, are you even welcome? You know, you show up there and, Te hacen mala cara, no te atienden porque piensas que you know, no vas a gastar dinero, no vas a remember, dejar propina. So, there's like man, many layers that, sure, there's layers, you know, but I want to talk, go back to welcoming, her, you know? No, welcoming the people, right? Like, like what I'm getting at is that it, it feels like because that was something that, oh, we don't need a Latino mm-hmm. voice because they don't really play video games, you know? Or no, black people don't really do that, you know? Like, it, it always used to be like, and to be real, it was always like, oh, He's Asian. He likes video games. That's kind of been the attribute, right? Quote unquote. And it's just to be kind of frank about it. But what, I'm, what I did was I started looking up statistics and there are statistics that actually go out there saying purchasing power of video games as one example uh, by ethnicity. And what they're saying is that Latinos don't make up a majority of purchases for entertainment when it comes to video games. Mm-hmm. And they're saying that the hey, majority your, is, is white. What's your, opi- what's your opinion and what numbers did you come up with? I want so, to know What that. I found here is that only 18% of Latinos are purchasing uh, and consider themselves sometimes playing video games. Um, black, non-Hispanic, 20, uh, 20%. And then 
white, non-Hispanic, make up 40% of the people polled um, ended up saying that they play video games and purchase video games. What I got and it's to- understandable. It's, it's, it's you, know, you know, the people that are portrayed are white. You know, it's like we're talking about content and... Yeah. You know content. You know the but, you know heroes and sure, you know, let's, and let's, the bad guy. And then the like, pick up any any Tom Clancy game. Pick see, up any the, black. Then ball, the like, the conspiracy kind of got. Is a bunch head. of Latinos, Latinos or Arab people of Arab descent. You know, you know, yeah, back, but you I know, know gibberish in the background trying to kill people. Sure, and so. everything's in the bubble, right? Like me, I can I can tell you everyone that I know plays a video game to a certain extent. They purchase it. They have them. It is what it is. Latinos, black, whatever. But I think my my conspiracy and my head started going like, is it that the the numbers are being swayed in a certain area to be like, hey, let's only focus on the majority of people that are, so let's gear our content towards these people that are purchasing video games as opposed to and let's ignore these this whole section. So if the numbers are cooked, because I mean it's all statistical, you would hope that the numbers mm-hmm. are, are legitimate, but <clears throat> I think it's cooked yes. How like what do you well, mean? Well, because like, I think that the the numbers are wrong. It doesn't. It doesn't seem legitimate, you know, because if these this is from twenty April twenty seventeen, and it's from a website called Statista, and they're basing this from the year twenty seventeen, uh, that whoever plays video games and purchases video games in the United States as of April twenty seventeen by ethnicity, and I feel like it's wrong, you know. And number and I looked online. I did more statistical stuff, not only for video games but purchasing power, and then the numbers flip, and it goes that African Americans. And Hispanics make up the majority of buying power in the United States. And the thing is, that, let me explain a layer there that I think is going on. It's, I'm sure that's going to change within the next year, probably, because um, our parents or first generation here, right? Like we've been explaining. Yeah. And our parents, if you tell them a, a, a console cost how much, what not, chingatu. Puto padre, like, like I got better things to do with eight a thousand dollars than buy you a console to play Nintendo. You know, of you know, albeit you know, of course, the that console does so many things, and it doesn't it doesn't just play Mario, right? Yeah. Um, but for you, you know, in our you know millennial generation that have kids and are starting to have kids. One, we have, you know, we're more in tune with the American culture, right? We've been, we were born into it, of course we're going to be. You're going to be more open to buying your kid a console, and not only your kid, but yourself too. You know, you're one of them, right? I don't have a console. Like, I'm fucking, I don't know, like, I love playing, you know, uh, Metal Gear, um, Gears of War, uh, Sure. Yeah, Halo, there's things you like. There's, there's something Tom for Fox, you. you know, yeah. Splinter Cell. Pero de repente, you know, you just start adulting. Y como que se te va la onda. Pero point being is that those numbers obviously are going to go up. But I kind of believe them from the respect. It's like my parents were not going to buy me that, you know. And if I did want to buy it myself, it's like very expensive, you know. Yeah, like, but here's the thing. Yeah? My mom, she, this is why I'm coming off of video games. I'm walking away from it, all right? This is my example. That led mm-hmm. to me and my mother having a conversation recently where she's buying a refrigerator, right? And a friend of hers was needed a refrigerator, right? Needed one. And she was helping her shop for one. And my her friend was saying, you know what? I'm not going to buy a brand new refrigerator. I'm going to buy a used refrigerator. I'm going to go to yard sale. I'm just going to find a used one. I just need a refrigerator. 
and my mom kind of said something that kind of hit me in a certain route and she's like he goes hey why we is were the it original that we... green movement no know? not just that but she's like why is it that we <laughs> she said it why is it that los hispanos and she said this los hispanos aren't willing to spend the extra hundred dollars or something brand new has a guarantee on it because if you hey i saved a hundred bucks this old one it's going to crap out on me in a week because you don't know it's used you don't know she goes mm-hmm. why is it that we are not willing to spend the extra 50 or 100 bucks because we think hey that's a better deal she goes you're missing out because i've done it i've done it where i'm like wait here's a here and they say hey i guess 100 go buy that one thing well hey shit the class c version of that is 40 bucks i get 60 to cover something else but at the end of the day i would have done better to spend the whole hundred on that one item which will last me longer. Bueno, como dicen, lo, dicen, lo, lo barato sale caro, ¿verdad? Exactly. But lo we, barato we, sale caro. Decimos eso, pero, pero we don't practice it. Yeah, but we're, we want cash in hand. and We would rather keep it. That's the thing. And I'm going to tell you another thing. Like, I mean, I'm not going to say que regateo and, and, and I buy used stuff. But, for example, I have a fridge. I mean, I hope I do, right? Okay. <laughs> um, but I have a fridge that came with the house. And... For example, it's kind of, you know, it's working. Las gavetas, unas veces están quebradas y todo eso, but, you know, aquel día me like, compra una nueva, que no sé qué. I was like, yeah, man, I should. Um, Sears is going out of business. They actually have pretty good specials, man. Let me go yeah. buy one. But then I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a fridge, a brand new one, solo porque trae gavetas nuevas, and, and it trae más, you know, much, you know, I don't know, more, it looks more shiny. I don't know. Okay. It has, right. has glitter on it. Like, sure. you know, the ice the ice comes out with glitter. I don't know. Um, pero Wi-Fi. La que, la, la que tengo sirve, y yo si la vendo, I can probably sell it and somebody will buy it, but then I'm buying a new one, and it's like, you know, why consume more shit than, than I need to? And obviously, <laughs> I I will admit this, though. I will admit this, though. The fact that I'm thinking environmentally, because that's the way I'm thinking of it. It's like, why? Because... Refrigerators are not easily disposed of. If let's say nobody wants to buy it, they have to be properly disposed of because of the gas that it has, and yeah. you know it fucks up the ozone and all that stuff. But I'm doing it from a more environmental perspective. But I do admit that you have to have a certain you know level of of uh, you know like like other people are not gonna fucking worry about that shit. They're worried about the money, but. I'm worried about that. That that doesn't make me more righteous or anything. It just, hey, like, you got better. You don't have to worry about other shit, so you get to worry about environmental shit, right? So my mom was more so like, like, she goes, at what point do you kind of, because she was, she came, remember, she is first generation, came during the war. She went through all that, secondhand everything, secondhand clothing, secondhand calzones, zapatos, socks, everything. I'm talking like that level, right? She gets to a certain point where we're here 2018, 2019 now, and she's like, fuck, man, spend the extra $50 for something that's going to last you longer. And, and and why is it? Why are people afraid to pull the trigger? And she gave up on her friend. She's like, well, fuck, if you really want to go do that, cool. You know, but I'm telling you, spend the extra 50 bucks. You'll be have a guarantee on it, all these things. And I remember in my head the hesitation. I don't know if it's just been because we were raised that way, like you said. What, how much does that cost? No, I'm not going to spend the money on that. On sh- I mean, I don't buy... Sh- Look, I, I haven't bought a <clears> pair <throat> of shoes. Literally, it took me like three years to buy a pair of shoes. Because I'm like, oh, these are fine. They're cool. Like, I don't need... You know, I don't need that. Come on, I don't need them. Well, reality is you tell yourself you don't need it. But you need them. 
it's some things you do need to change, but we're not willing to spend money. You don't really need them, man. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff you don't really need, man. I'm coming from a from a perspective of like there's a the we we most shit we don't need it, man. That's it. We know we don't, but we like if I if I if I want something, right? Like if you work hard, you got your money, you saved it up. And you go, okay, cool. Hey, I want that one thing. I want that brand, that model. I don't care, you know. But the problem is that it's still maybe moving forward. Like and you that's said, okay. And that's okay. I do that all the time. But just don't do it every other day or every fucking week. It's like no, it no, turns no. into not not only an economical thing, you know, where we Latinos are are are, are known to not save at all. We like coyol quebrado, coyol comido. Like ahí vamos de paycheck to paycheck. And we don't save money, you know? We're, we're one of those groups that... Dude, how do we not save money, yet we're fucking stingy? Like, we don't want to spend money, but we don't save money. Yeah, because el, el resto del dinero lo estamos mandando a El Salvador o a México, Guatemala, como remesas. Like, we help people out. We help each other out. Hacemos cundinas y que no sé qué puta madre y que... You know, so it's like the money's not going anywhere. It's like it's helping other people out. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing you also have to consider, like... We're not just sitting on the money and putting, you know, putting it under a couch. Hell no, like that money's going to help somebody, you know. Plus, fucking, we don't have insurance. Fucking, everything's fucking expensive, man. Fuck that. Rent, so everything's why, fucking- why I brought this up was just the fact that, with the fact that things aren't we're, geared we, okay, to Okay, put it about this us. way: we are we are cheap, and I don't and I don't and I don't take myself into account. I'm a yuppie. I spend money, but. Our parents, our tios, tias, whatever, like, they're cheap for out of necessity. They're not cheap because, you know, some hipster all of a sudden wants to, you know, take their own bags to the store and take their own jars to put, I don't know, some fucking quinoa in them, you know, um, and very environmentally green, which is a good thing. I'm not going to talk shit about it. It's, it's something we should all be doing and eating less meat. And being more, you know, moving more towards a vegan diet just for in terms of resources and environment. But our families did it because of, you know, pure necessity, right? So I'm okay with that. Like, let's be cheap. And it turns out that all of a sudden nowadays it's, it's cool. And, you know, reuse all your shit. Like, como abrías, abrías. And this is like, you see so many memes about it, you know, abres, abres la... La, el de las galletas era para las agujas. El, yeah, el de la margarina that. era para los frijoles. And it's yeah. no bullshit. It's true, man. Yeah, but and there's, then, well, there's, there's uh, different things like that. It doesn't kind of correlate to what I'm talking about. Like being yes, it does. Because it's a frug, frug, being frugality, frugal. No, looking no, for your pet. Frugality. No, frugality. frugality. No, no, no. Frugality is one thing. But this whole thing of denying yourself something better just because of the... Because there's an impending... There's always an impending emergency down the road. You have to think about it that way. Something's always and who who's your safety net? Fuck the government's not your safety net. You don't even have papers in a lot of sense. But even if you do have papers, you still have that trauma of like you know. Y el dinero, como te digo, no es como que lo estamos guardando and make you know. Some people are really we're smart not investing about it, right? it like it should be. But it's like we're helping each other out. Que cundina aquí, que esta persona ocupa aquí. Cuando alguien se muere, okay. Cuando alguien fallece, where's the GoFundMe? Yeah. Not, no, everybody just gets together, and you know, we were doing the GoFundMe even before that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was, we've been doing a lot of these apps that are popping up about you know share, 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 share ride share, share your tools, share your house, 
you know, all these, you know, you know, sh sharing type apps. It's stuff that we would do that, you know, Latinos have yeah. been doing. We were doing in, in Uber a, before there was Uber. Own community the it whole time, you know, like. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like all these, you know, customs and, and things we've been doing out of necessity are all of a sudden turning into the solution to a lot of our environmental problems. So I find I, I, I'm not going to sit here and complain like, let's spend the extra 50 bucks. Like, don't. If you don't have to and you don't want to, then don't. If anything, you're doing a service to the environment by reusing, you know? Why well, didn't I think when I go to is you're denying yourself something one because we've been almost conditioned to do that. Two, the producers of whatever content, whatever items, whatever things well, are that, that okay? They are dismissing us. Okay, let me give you one. Let we're not going to be the purchasers anymore. The aforementioned gaming thing, you know? Okay, let me give you one along those lines. And this is, I would appreciate some feedback. You go to Mexico, El Salvador, lo que sea, everybody's wearing like Aeropostal, Aeropostal shirts and polo and all this shit. And it's like, like one time I saw a commercial and I was like, it was this like white guy on a horse, you know, playing polo. And it's like, that's definitely not for me. <laughs> But we love that shit. Like in Latin America, people love that brand, man. You go over there and it's like, I don't see anybody wearing that in the United States. Like I don't see anybody with Aeropostal across their chest. But over there in Central America, Mexico, like people are wearing and people want that. You know, it's like, like, what is that too? It's part, like, that's part of it too. It's reaching out. It's reaching down there and people want to spend the extra money. Y cuando, le manda, y cuando la gente manda ropa de allá para de aquí para allá, ya no quieren the Walmart Wrangler. You, they want the good stuff now, you know? Well, yeah, but I think it's like anything else. People want better and things. That's and okay. Then, you know? And that's fine. So there you go. It's fine to want better, right? Yeah. You want to strive for better. Don't deny yourself those things within your means, Walter. Okay? I'm not saying throw the fucking baby out with the bathwater. Don't go nuts. But like, the, like me, I've realized... Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. that happen. You need that. And we're denying ourselves some things that are necessities. My tío Saul, our tío, that fool se corta la mano. That fool's Rambo. He's going to bandage it up, alcohol, and put dirt on it and keep going. But he won't spend <laughs> the 50 bucks to go to the clinic for stitches or whatever. Like you said, I know I'm giving an extreme example, but he won't go because I, why am I going to give this fool 50 yeah. bucks? Okay, give him 50 bucks, you get some antibiotics. Well, it's not it. 50 bucks, Stanley. It's not 50 bucks anymore. It's probably more like 12, 13. No, it's not the, no, you can find a clinic, dude. I fucking grew up in South Central, Linwood, all that. There's $50, $40 clinics. You get grew crazy. up there, but you haven't been there. That's dude, a big difference, happens. man. Texas is a good. So, so there's a, like, I'm going back and forth with you. It's a very healthy conversation, but. I find, like, there's a reason all this is happening. There's a reason they're co-opting what we've been doing for a while. And it's not to say that, you know, Western cultures didn't do this, but they did this, like, I don't know, like in the medieval times. I don't, I don't know. But um, we're, we're a more recent practitioners of all these innovations that are co-opting and, you know, sort of just putting them on a phone and making them much more convenient now so it's okay, man. Like, but what I do, what I do understand, what I do accept, or kind of like that, you know, treat yourself thing. Like, to a certain extent, don't look at it from a capitalistic standpoint because it is. 
and if you, you know if you oh shop therapy or whatever the fuck and you know you you cope with your you know traumas through spending money and shopping but yeah like we deserve to just chill and go fucking Dude, eat some good exactly. food exactly mama you know and in, in the last couple of years you especially know, our people you know she no she said she goes my mom fell in love with eating lamb when the fuck did we grow up eating lamb right <laughs> she especially she, calling it lamb calling like, it lamb you say mama a mí me gusta la lamb and i'm like okay te gusta la lamb she me encanta la lamb I'm like, all right. My mom has gone to a point where she's like, you know what? Every once in a while, she's like, fuck it. I'm going to go spend the money and I'm going to sit down and I want, I want some lamb. Because yeah, because she doesn't have to feed she, your ass anymore. Well, no, no, no. But just the fact that, yeah, she's right. She's earned the right, dude. Yeah. She's earned the right to do that. It's okay, like part of her retirement. and you She know, earned so, the right. So we earned yeah. the right in whatever warehouse we're working in, whatever solazo. Hey, yeah, go buy yourself your case of beer. Cool. Don't think twice about it. Or go and buy your you and your family. Go on a little staycation, you know. Go do something within your means. Treat yourself. But a lot of it, you know? a lot of it, it's inclusionary in terms of culturally, you don't feel culturally welcomed. Because I'm going to tell you, you one thing. You like, and I've told... You don't. But I've told don't, this don't, to... Don't, don't, let, me, let me interrupt mm -hmm. you because you love doing okay. it to me. Okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. This is what I'm getting at. Inclusion. We're not being, we're not the target audience for these things, right? And so, like you said, things may change where the numbers start going up, where we start, we start using flexing that spending muscle, like we talked about, right? If you want to support something, talk with your dollars, talk with your wallets. Go support, you know, mm -hmm. all these creators we talk about, Gonzalo, Hector, Javier, everyone, go support them with your dollars. That's what they need, right? So that they can see a reason. Like what Hector said in our interview weeks back, months ago, pardon, oh yeah, all of a sudden, there's an issue at the border, and now Captain America's at the border. Superman's at the border. They're seeing a reason to kind of include yeah. us in these stories, right? So, if we're spending the money and they start seeing this, then they're gonna start saying, "Hey, you yeah, know we what? Buy, we buy one people. ticket out of every four tickets." Yeah, we do. Movie tickets. We yeah. spend so much money to go to the movies, but yet it's not no no movie made about us. It has to be a Latino <laughs> creators creating it, which like we talked about before. If the if they're not doing it, we gotta do it. Okay, but with everything, video games, content on YouTube, TV shows, all that, we talk about it. If the content is being geared towards us, we need to be able to support it. And as we start flexing that spending dollar, that Latino money, then it starts saying, oh, shit, they, we need to start catering to them to attract yeah, it, and include it's them. It's a bigger exposure, and yeah. then it gets ex you know promoted to more of us, including so, everybody else. Don't go crazy, but, but spend a little money on yourself. Let's put ourselves in those situations, uncomfortable ones, right? Go to that fancy mm -hmm. restaurant with your family, sit the fuck down, shut them up with your wallet, say, fuck yeah, you, here you go. Yeah, it, it, takes, yeah. it takes, I mean, it, it, all that. Like, I was going to give you an example about, like, a restaurant right now. It's like, cada fin de semana, I remember when I was in Southgate, especially, living in Southgate, like, cada fin de semana, I off a Tweety. I remember there was a, right there by the Bank of America, if I believe, or, or right across, the, there's a library on Tweety. Um, and I forget the name of the library, but right across it está, por ahí esa misma, está un Burger King y está un Denny's, I think, or IHOP, I forget. But point being is, like, you know, like, every I in Fort Worth, in Austin, in Dallas, every IHOP or Denny's on the weekend is fucking packed full of Latinos, man. That thing is, like, they're surviving I IHOP. I have, they're surviving out of Latinos on weekends. I'm gonna tell you this. You International know? House of Brown People. 
Yeah, the house of Britain. And also, exactly. So then it's like puro Latino a year. Do you think that thing is cheap? How much quanto cobra? Shit, you're paying Fuck. for one per, one one meal? You're paying $9, $10 just for yourself? Just for yourself. One meal? That's cheap. That was in 1998, homie. No, Already? I just went to IHOP like two, two weeks ago with me and, me and wifey. I spent mm-hmm. just for myself, it was like $9 for my plate and my cup of coffee, like maybe 10 bucks the most. F- full of mostly empty space. <laughs> no, it was, it, was, it was good, man. I was happy with my meal. And no, but what I want to say is that it's not barato tampoco, no, it's right? money, dude. You're spend, but for you're example, you're never going to go out go, and spend you, less than you, 20 yeah. bucks for people. You know, you're not. Yeah, but put it this way like, I was telling, you know, like, you you go to a fancy restaurant or you take your parents or deals to a fancy restaurant, quote unquote fancy restaurant. They're like, cheesecake oh, factory. Like, yeah, no, and, and even no, even you know outside of that. But the point I'm trying to make is like, you know, obviously Latinos go to IHOP and Denny's and all that stuff because they're catered to. You see commercials on on Univision and all those networks. Ask no, come over and you know have yeah. our shitty orange juice, you know, or our watered down coffee. Um, but Latinos love it, and they go there because they're being you know catered Welcome. to and they're being reached out to, you know. On the other, but at the same time, it's like those other like you know like hippie yuppie restaurants that probably serve better food, better quality food, you know, like like in Austin. You go to any any of these fucking food trucks or any of these fucking hipster diners, they say really good food, really good ingredients, and almost at the same exact price at IHOP or whatever, and the bill comes out to the same, y la comida es más buena y más saludable, pero they're not catering to Latinos. You know, Latinos look at that, our parents look at that, and oh, they're like, that's not a Latino that, thing. You know? Well, we that's don't eat that. Latino thing. We don't even do though that. they're ser- even even though they're serving the goddamn same pancakes, cornbread, bacon, even like thick bacon, like even better, better quality and everything. So at the same time, like even though we can afford it, we're also depriving our or we're not we're not being reached out to. We're, we're not, not being reached audience, out to. You know? We're not. But it's cyclical, right? Why am I yeah. going to invest advertising dollars to a group of people that doesn't don't spend money? But if they're spending the money and they see that, oh, shit, there's a big-ass market here, then they're going to start spending the, okay, hey, guys, let's take care of them. Let's include them. Let's do, let's show more Latinos. But that's, and, and that's the just, beauty of capitalism. It's, you know, like every other, you know, you know, like whore yeah. or man whore, whatever you want to call it. Like capitalism will just follow the money. Like um, what is it, the Rat Pack back in the day? Um, who was part of the Rat Pack, if you remember? Oh, well, it was... Sammy Davis Jr. It mm-hmm. was Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. It was Dean Martin. Yeah, I remember. That was the only three I remember. Oh, <laughs> Who and else? And it was, uh, I think, uh, is it Joey Bishop? I'm missing one. It's kind of like, the wasn't as popular as everybody else, but that was yeah. the rap back. And put it this way. So that's one example that I'm about to kind of talk about. And, and to include, um, go, Johnny, go, go. Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Like, they had a, like, the Rat Pack had a, you know, Sammy, Sammy you know, African-American. I found it. It was Joey Bishop. I was right. It was uh, Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, uh, and Joey Bishop. And Peter Lawford sometimes. But that was the the big main ones. Put it this way. Chuck Berry, Sammy, they were, like, heavy hitters. 
everybody was watching them. They would fill up, you know, uh, venues and stuff, but they were black, so obviously nobody wanted to, you know, host their shows, but people wanted to watch their shows, right? So in the beginning, there was a lot of kickback of, of, of them. So if you wanted to see them, you had to go to blacks-only venues, right? But then all of a sudden, you know, they started selling tickets and more white kids started watching them. And these are all these uh, baby boomers that are talking shit right now and fucking up the, you know, the economy and all that shit. Um, they were eating this shit up, you know, like cake. So then what does capitalism do? Oh, shit, there's money to be made. No blacks allowed. Boom, they fucking rip that shit off the door, throw it away. It's like, oh, Sammy Davis Jr., Chuck Berry, oh, you're welcome. Come and play. Any, all, all you white kids, come and, come and watch him play here, you know? Very progressive. All of a sudden, very progressive, very open. Come and play in our venue, but you know why it was. Yeah, it's money at the end of the day. But at the same time, fuck it. Use it for what it is. Let me get into that club I never could get into because it was whites only. Now I now I'm headlining. Yeah, now but then if you look at it even even deeper, who are the ones making money off of that too? Sure, it's not it's, us. It's not us. But not if we us, become, yeah. and that's where we go back so. to the beginning of my topic, right? It goes back to the inclusion of a content creator. Like everyone that's and we always go back to representation, right? And how we need to start putting ourselves out there making the content, getting our faces out there so that we have, but we also need our people, the community to start spending money, to start watching, to start investing in our own people, be it a restaurant, be it a business, yeah, be, be it content. Yeah, be, be smart of where you spend your money. Yeah, yeah. be smart. Um, I mean, if there's, if, if, if all there is is a Walmart down the street, then fucking go. Like nobody's going to say don't go, you know? Um, but if you can avoid them, you know, or go to a, you know, your local, you know, Mexican market, then go there, you know, go spend your money there too. Yeah, definitely, I mean, man. I just bought 10 limones for a dollar and aquella mexicana, or la michoacana, la mexicana, um, there's two of those, there's, there, there's a franchises out here, this, so, um, fucking one dollar for 10 limones, you know, like. No, I just, it was something that came to mind in the fact that, you know, like you said, an excuse was brought up, you know, from that podcast. Like, oh, well, hey, I don't know anything about that life. You know, I was raised white and I had my games and I was privileged to have these things. A lot of people, I don't have the black perspective. And if there's no no person of color covering this whole subject, then they're saying, hey, well, you have to be here to do it or just put yourself out there. Then the reality is true. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's an excuse, I think, if I really want to double back on it. I think he, he has a certain reality to it. No, like, but hey, it is an excuse too because he, okay, in terms of what you're saying that, you know, if there's no audience, we're not going to spend any money. I understand that. Like if you go to HEB North and North Austin, you're going to find like tofu, kimchi, all this weird shit, you know. But if you go to the HEB, down by Cameron, like in the same, like probably like a mile away, two miles away from that same HEB. Last time I was looking for fucking garbanzos, chickpeas, I couldn't find some. Lo único que hay es puro cereal boxes, like you know, just bags of cereal. You know, yeah, it's a, it's like a desert, food desert to a certain. There's no fresh foods. It's like so. 
of course, like I understand, but at the same time, it's like these guys, for example, nobody tells them what to do. You know, they can reach. Out. They're not a corporation that sluggishly makes changes when there's money to involved. These are two guys or three guys that run their own podcast, and they could easily just go, "Hey, you, you know, Latino nerd, come and you know talk to us." You know, because it's there's value in that. You know, don't. So fucking, is it fear? Is it fear of like losing? Some, don't chuck something? it up. Rich, yeah, don't chuck it up just to fucking. No, this is not my. You know. Like everybody, like I don't know, man. There's a lot. It sounds like a lot of excuses to me at the same time. But, um, but it goes back to what we always say, Walter, right? Representation and all things, right? I think that that's just a reminder for me where I'm like, shit. Like we're doing this. We try to do our best to really just highlight things that we feel everyone should to to could. Pardon me. Everyone can kind of learn from and take with you and just make you think. And that's just kind of a reminder for me, like, hey, like, there's a huge fucking world out there. So many eyeballs, you know, so many con, so much content. Let's support the ones we want to see out there. Let's support ourselves, our Latinos, creators. And even maybe that pushes you, that pushes me to do something. Like, hey, we've been kicking stuff around, ideas, and we're like, man, like, why can't we? Why can't we? Or we just got to make things happen, dude. Como dice Javier, just fucking do it. You know, that's the theme that I'm getting from all these people we talk to is just yeah, go and do it. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean... Know? I mean, como por ejemplo, okay, this is the way we should put it. Okay. Just do it. <laughs> but if you don't make it, but if you don't make it, don't don't be too hard on yourself. You know, you're not the only reason you didn't make it. There's other shit out there, you know, they're working against you, but just do it at the same time, you know. Nobody else is going to sit there and do it for you. True, man. True, man. Uh, so we're going to get very close to the end. You know, I think we we kind of covered a lot. And that's what we're about, man. Even we didn't mean to, like, you know, pura conversación. I thought it was good. I liked it. And I hope you guys are enjoying, you know, listening to us. We're going to keep doing this week to week. Uh, please feel, real, uh, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram. You know, we're always down to have any kind of topics, anything you see out there in the wild that you think we would love kind of covering and a topic for the show. Uh, just stuff in general. So, man, um, we're going to end the night and walk there to give us some words of wisdom for your primos out there listening. Uh, well, along the same lines of this whole conversation, you know, just treat yourself, but no, tampoco se pase. That's it. Definitely. All right, primos, take care. We'll hear from you next week.